Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash Grand Highlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Welcome to the Good Morning Football Podcast. My name is Kay. I've got Nate Brilson here. Hi, Nate. Hey, Kay. How you doing? I'm wonderful. We've got Kyle Brandt. Hello. Hey, Kay. How you doing? How you doing, Shrags? Kay, it's so good to see you. <laughs> you too. Peter Schrager in the house. Uh, and we're talking preseason action, guys. Just two weeks away from kickoff. I feel like we should go to Foxborough and check out that amazing Kansas City Chiefs Patriots game. Hashtag Acela. Yeah. Is that it? Nice little three-hour uh, ride up there. All right. Uh, before we get to some guys who are excited and keeping our eye on this preseason, uh, Shriggs, what is it about you and a magician? Oh, okay. So Friday, Kay, I was not here the last week when you guys were going to do the podcast, so we didn't do the podcast, so I appreciate you waiting for me. And last Friday, uh, for Father's Day, my wife, I told her, I said, I don't need any more polo shirts. I don't need any more ties, no more belts. Get me an experience. Challenged her. Get me an experience. Something in New York. Is that really what you said? Yeah. Get me an experience. I said I want something cool. That's so she amazing. said, "All right." And there's this like trendy thing to do now on a Friday night in Manhattan in the Nomad Hotel, which is a super high end hotel in the penthouse suite, and it starts at 10:30 at night. It's this magician. I'm going to plug him here. His name is Dan White. If you want to Google, him. he's been on Jimmy Fallon eight times. Okay. And it's like they put in, I guess, like ten different couples. It's like twenty couples, and this guy does this insane magic show. Card tricks, optical illusions, all this stuff, and there's alcohol, and it's a great night out, and th- my mind was completely blown. I've already reached out to him. Have you ever been to a magician before or this, seen a magician? This guy blew it out of the water. This guy blew it out of the water. He's got like like, at, like celebrities are trying to get it. It's one of these deals Peter, where tell it's about like the lobby. To- tell about the lobby. That's my favorite part. All right, so I walk in. I don't know anything about it. I think this is going to be like a – you know. Same thing as a birthday. It's a regular hotel lobby. You go to a birthday party, and it's like, you know, you got the magician doing tricks. Nomad hey, hotel's nice. Three-card Monty. Yeah. Go to the lobby. There's a great restaurant there, the Nomad. Everyone's like, good People looking. walking around. Business folks. It's in the 20s in Manhattan. Tourists, the whole thing. And walk in, and they tell us on our email, just find the lady in the white dress. So, okay. So I walk in. 
this woman's back is to us. I go, are you the lady in the white dress, like being funny? And she turns to me and she looks at me like a ghost. And she's like, nods, doesn't say a word. And I said, I'm here for the magic show. And she nods and she pulls out a card out of her like dress and hands it to mm. me and just points up a stairwell. You get to a stairwell and then someone else is waiting for you. And is like, you are here for the magic show. Please come with us here. And they take you to the penthouse and Kay – all day I've never Saturday. Heard about this. All day Saturday, I'm tripping out of my mind because I'm trying to go back <laughs> and figuring out. This guy does everything. It's card tricks. He guesses number. Like he would say to you, "Here's a book. Open any page. You pick any page and pick a word, and then he'll ask you two questions. Be like, count how many word, how many letters are in the word, and then you say okay, and he can judge if it's a short word. And he'd be like, the word you're you're thinking of is recommendation, <sighs> and the purple, the people around me are like. What in the like, – it was crazy. He did a trick with a guy's wedding ring. I don't want to give it away. Blew your mind. But this blew my mind and I still don't understand it. He is a magician. I don't do magic. So like David Blaine, like it's great, whatever. But this was crazy because I saw it with my own two eyes. The guy was standing behind me in line so I know he wasn't a stage or a prop. Guy comes in. He asks for his wedding ring. He puts it in a lockbox, locks the box. They have everyone try a key to get it in. You can't get it in. It's all the way up in front, probably 20 feet back at the end of the room. And then he says, okay, I'm going to do magic jacket, blah, 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 hocus pocus. And he's like, and your wedding band is there. And it's supposed to be on the guy's hand. And he's like, oh, oh, shit. Like, I don't know what to do. Um, usually this works. I'm sorry, sir. I don't know. And then two seconds later, he's like, actually, you know what? Why don't you go and check in the back of the room? And the guy's wedding band is stuck on a wine glass in the back of the room. And you're like. The skinny part of the Not wine. in it. It's part, on the stem. Skinny part. So on you couldn't stem. even do it. And then. It, and everyone, is intimate? Pretty. It has yeah, to be, right? It's like it's 20 couple- people. <sighs> and they got great menu. And liquor and we were out till one in the morning and still to this day i'm a little bugged out so i reached out to him did you and Peter, i was like we dan gotta get you on white? the show what's dan his name white. comedian dan, white. dan okay. white okay i'm like you gotta come on our show and his agent wrote back <laughs> I gotta and see like, how this guy looks. we're trying to figure it out he's done fallon six times right. quest love loves him like everything all over twitter is quest love like posing with him how That's did you best. hear about him I didn't hear. Erica knew. My wife really? knew. Like, the wife came like through. Thing. She was like, Shout out to the like wife. Right. Thing. Nate, you know what he needs to do? He needs to take that act to the hood. I'm right. saying. White goes to the hood. Oh, my. <laughs> God. Come on now. Black dudes running all over the streets. I wasn't going to say it, Nate. I wasn't going to say it, but you would be running out of your chair if you saw <laughs> this stuff. I'd be in the lobby after one of those tricks. You, I'd be, he'd be starting <laughs> next trick. I'd be boom, the in the elevator going back up. It was insane. And I'm not a big magic guy. In fact, I almost think magic is a little weird. Like, if yeah. you get into magic or if you're a clown, I think of you like, oh, what was going on in your childhood that you really – this guy was a historian. He was like, in 1972, Houdini did this. I'm like, okay, I'm in. This guy. Yeah. Were there rules? Was it like, don't do this, don't do that, and nothing like that before you went? No, no cell phones, right. no cameras, and just let your disbelief take over. Don't, don't worry about – like, enjoy it. You can question it, but, like, don't second-guess everything because you're not yeah. going to – it's going to drive a you little. nuts. It's going to drive you nuts if you try. It's funny because you – like, I, I come also come across magicians in my life, but they're a little kid's birthday yes. party. You'll get there in a couple of years, and it's, that's those clowns. Right. And I just – two words with those guys, background check. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, why are you a clown at kids' birthday parties? I'm always a little, <laughs> little leery of that. Right. You know what right. I mean? Just, it's a little – Got to get him on the show, You're though. on a roll, though. You were at Chappelle, <laughs> then you went to Dave this, Chappelle and then was you're great. on your way to Cabo. Going to Cabo. Got to get it in. Okay, I'm you're gone. You're living your best life. I'm gone every weekend during the season in cities that are not as glamorous as Cabo and New York City. Oh, you're going City. to LA what? and San Francisco right off the bat. Those, Those are, are pretty good. glamorous are cities, ones. right? Are you going to go to any state of Michigan ever? I'll be in Detroit at some point, yes. A lot of Minnesota. These are cold weather cities, and so my wife and I try to get as much fun time in in the summer, because I'm gone literally Thursday to Sunday every 
week till February. So we gotta have some cool experiences. In How about you? You you going to the cold weather city? Kay, yeah. you have a weekend job on Sunday for DirecTV, yeah. and you have a new cohort Ooh. there. I do. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> I do. I have Michael Rappaport, okay. guys, with me. Has it been announced? I think so. I think okay. he announced it. I All think right. he announced it on the Rich Eisen show a couple of weeks ago. So he has fancies himself a senior fantasy analyst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the lovely for the it's senior amazing, in. It's amazing, because he just, like, he, not that he's poking fun at it, but he's, you know, he he's super passionate. He's, like, the fan voice of everything. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a very interesting and good time. I would no love sports. to see you do a segment with Michael Rappaport and Ian Rappaport, <laughs> right? Wouldn't yeah. that be the best? The rap sheet and I mean, both sides. I'm a huge Michael Rappaport fan. I think he's like has a fantasy podcast and stuff. He's I think, I think he's one of those people who gets really passionate about something, something and like really goes in on it. Yeah, so and by the way, he's big on the internet too. That actually yeah. be good. Rap sheet versus right raps Rappaport. and the rapper. <laughs> we had Rappaport right. on our show, right? Michael, on Good Morning yeah, Football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we've had both Rappaport. How many hours? Is your show on Sundays the whole afternoon? Yeah, it starts at 1, but we get there at like 8 because we pre-tape a bunch of stuff and there's a lot going on and it ends at like 7.30 And it's on DirecTV and it's constant commentary of like what's going on fantasy It's basically like what you would see Scott Hansen or uh, Andrew Siciliano do on Red Zone, but it's talking fantasy. It's a fun show. That's cool. Nate and I were both on it. you guys both visited me. That's cool. Um, Guys, we should talk about the preseason. Let's do it. Uh, guys we're very excited about. I know you're going to L.A. off the bat. Peter, I know you're excited about Cooper Cup and what's going on with Jared Goff, and it's impressive over there. But let's start with Nate here. Nate, who's the the guy that sort of has your interest? You know, I'm going to go plural. I'm going to go guys, and I'm looking at Oakland. You know, I've been a big Marshawn Lynch fan since he came in the league, and just seeing him back on the field, it gave me a different feeling. And it's, you know, that missing piece. They got rid of Latavius Murray. And you've seen him just run up the gut. He bounces back. He looks strong, motivated. The last time I seen Marshawn Lynch smile on the field, he was running through linebackers and safeties. And then the other guy is Crabtree. He looks like he's in regular season form. I mean, he caught that ball, made a move, shook a dude, and got in the end zone. We're not even talking about Amari Cooper or the highest-paid player in the NFL and Derek Carr, that defense, Khalil Mack. So there's so many things that got me excited about Oakland. And not to mention they were so close. They were so close last year, so mm-hmm. I feel like they're they're motivated now more than ever. Like some teams get close, and I can almost predict that they'll head in the opposite direction the following year. It's like ah, uh, you know, they'll pull a Carolina and they'll start walking backwards. But I feel like we've only seen the beginning of what Oakland's going to bring to the table. So I'm hoping, just for the sake of the NFL, just for the parity, that they step up and they make a run at the AFC Championship game and they look Patriots square in their eyes and punch them in the mouth. I would love to see how the Patriots respond to so a team that's not scared of them. Year. Yeah. It was the biggest buzzkill of all of last season. Yeah. The greatest story of the year, I think it was the Raiders. Yep. And then it was just nothing at the yeah. end. And Derek Carr gets hurt and the, the playoff game they played was, was frankly, Connor Cook a, it was a farce. Yeah. It was a joke. Yeah. So, look, I want to see it again too. I want that sequel because I, you know, my thing, I'm talking about the Cleveland Browns. Ever since I started working for the league and stopped being just a Bears fan, I'm a fan of every team. So I yeah. love new teams. Yeah. I want fresh things. As much as we love Steelers, guys, Packers, yeah. they're great. Like, I thought it was really cool that the Carolina Panthers, out of nowhere, were in a Super Bowl. I love that the Arizona Cardinals were in a Super Bowl. So you talk about the Browns, my entire adult life, they've been absolutely terrible. Yeah. They've never been more exciting. All those fun rookies. And Garrett, I also celebrate the institution of the number one pick in the draft. I don't like the Steve Entmans. I like Cam. I like (laughs) Andrew Luck. I like those guys. Those guys are legends. Yeah. So Miles Garrett, now you were in the fraternity. (sighs) 
and he looks so good. He's living up to it. I love watching preseason games and just looking at a defensive end. What I don't is care it about him? I don't you, you break it down. Just for me. like pure physical specimen, like almost like a like a LeBron. Like when you watch yeah. LeBron come into the league, you're it, it, like you're watching, you're like whoa, like he he pops off the screen. It's not just like I get down in my stance and I rush the passer. There's this explosion that takes place. Different than Clowney because Clowney was a couple years ago and it had the same kind of feel for me. Similar to Clowney. I don't think that's different from Clowney I, at all. I believe that, and it's a good thing. But I think that Garrett separate from Clowney, even separate from LeBron, he speaks differently, approaches the game differently. LeBron was a, like a humble, like mega man. Like he looked big. He was a giant phenom, but he didn't talk like Garrett. So Garrett is very adamant. I want to be a Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I'm going to light this league up. Nobody can stop me. I'm going to keep going, and I'm going to come downhill, and I'm going to cause chaos. LeBron didn't talk like that. LeBron didn't talk like that until he was like five, six years in the league. Garrett's different, man. And I feel you, KB. He's, he might be the most electrifying number one prospect we've seen in this league in a long he's time. He's not going to get the love because he's in Cleveland and he's a defensive player. Like He's going to have to really pop off the you gotta page be a star. to get like, those sort of endorsements, you know, the kind of stuff that those Watts It's get. almost like he doesn't want the – like Cam wanted the love, right? I feel like Cam fought no, for No, he definitely it. did. Garrett seems like he doesn't want the love he wants to respect. And that's scary for a guy mm. at his mm. position. I think Cam also threw for 400 yards his first two games as a pro. It was like, mm. I'm going to earn that respect. Garrett needs go. to do something now. If he sacks Roethlisberger in the first series, the first game, like that's it. And does, he does have the personality. Does he look comfortable out there? Like, Does he look like a rookie at all? Yeah, I think he looks like a little raw. I mean, like I, I read about stuff that he just he bull rushes every time. And he's to work on his pass rush. I don't know. It's just like he looks like he belongs. Like he, he's making some tackles look like they don't belong, which is incredible because he's so young and he hasn't even played a game yet. He gets me fired up. I would, if the Cleveland Browns this year, Nate, you've talked about it. Yeah. If they went like seven and nine, uh, two years from now, if the Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs, that would make my day. I think that <laughs> I is so you. cool, man. You know? I feel you. As much as I love the stalwarts, I like the turnovers. Yeah. Let's see it. I look at the rookie quarterbacks. I go back to um, February, the combine, and I remember, I'm not going to play for an on blast, but it was like Mike Mayock, Todd McShay, Mel Kuyper. Charlie Casterly, there's no quarterbacks. There's no quarterbacks in this draft. There's no first-round quarterbacks. There's no one worth talking Man, about. That's a good call. There's no one worth talking about. And I remember being very resistant to that. And I'm not saying I told you so, but I just know how this league goes. There will be quarterbacks drafted in the first round every year because teams need that and organizations need to stay afloat. They're never going to take an offensive tackle over a quarterback if they need a quarterback. And let's give these guys a shot. So Trubisky goes two overall. Everyone says, oh, my God, they jumped the gun. They shouldn't have done that. Oh, my God. All right. He looks pretty good. Mahomes, everyone said he can't play in the NFL. He put up college. He's too raw. Too raw. The Chiefs traded up a pick, moved up, got him, and he looks pretty good. Kaiser looks pretty good in the second round. Watson looks really good. And now there's Nathan Peterman. There's C.J. Beathard. There's this, what's his name, Corey Rush, Cody Rush. I can't Cooper, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. Dallas. <laughs> the rookie quarterbacks are making these preseason games really fun to watch. You're so right. my point would be just you know slow down in February of just tearing these kids down. Let them at least go through the process because – Sometimes in the media, we want to you know, put a stamp on a guy right away and say he's either going to be the next great thing or he doesn't have what I believe is the tools. But that's not in congruence with what the NFL thinks because the NFL always needs new quarterbacks. There's never enough. And I think if you're looking at Jacksonville, I think they wish they took a quarterback early at some point because mm. now you got Henny and, and you know Bortles, and you're like, well, it's one of those two, and we're not exactly lighting up the fires with, with either one of those guys. You made a great point. You're like, look. They have Bortles and Henny, and you drafted a running back in the top five. I mean, like a running back, the position where and Jalen Ramsey is a cornerback they took last year in the top five, and the year before that they took Luke Jokel number two overall. Like at some point, mm. 
Take a quarterback. Yeah. You know, Don, Dante Fowler is not going to win you a Super Bowl. A quarterback might. So it's if they true. had drafted, if the Jags had not taken Leonard Fournette number four overall and took instead Trubisky, they would be starting him week one? Yeah, I think. I mean, I know they like Deshaun Watson. Trubisky is off the board by that point. So let's say they like Deshaun Watson. He was a college superstar. He won in the South. There's new energy, but there's this commitment to Bortles that just makes me scratch my head. I know the GM drafted Bortles, mm-hmm. and maybe it's kind of like protecting his own thing. But, like, look, it ain't going to suddenly click for Bortles this year. Don't you I think, agree. and this is your point, too, like to take a quarterback, it makes sense, like the, especially like even economically speaking, fiscally for these teams. But, like, I think it's too soon to say anything about any of them. They can be lighting up the preseason against true. the okay, you're right. all 100%. we want. But you have, like, look at what's going on in Denver. Like, Paxton Lynch, like, the only reason that was a quarterback competition is because they took this kid in the first round. So they're like, well, you're we right. have to – if it was the other way around, or if he wasn't a first-round pick, we know that it would be Trevor Simeon's job from the jump of the offseason into yeah. the season. So to me, it's like you have a Paxton Lynch, you have a Dak Prescott like that could emerge that's a sixth-rounder yeah. or seventh-rounder. None of us really know, and that's, I think, to your point of why they should take them because it, your, the chances are you don't have a Tom Brady or Dak Prescott in the bunch, right? Yes, and we got well, we got four guys we're talking about, the big four. Through two weeks, not one of them has thrown an interception. They all look like they're great. It looks like the greatest quarterback class ever. <laughs> of those four, probably a couple of them are not going to work out. I mean, not all four of them. I don't are think go to any of them start week one. I mean, I mean long term though. Like uh, we're going to look back on a couple of those guys like, were Bortles not the had answer. A great it always happens. They did. Wise, always but happens. But then yeah. now he's completely lost it. Like that could easily happen. Hundred percent. Sort of the odds say a couple will fail as long term projects. A couple of these guys, as good as they look now, yeah. they will. Given your best bet or your yeah. best shot, who is who has what it takes of the four? The big the <laughs> limited big sample size. I'll go in. Uh, I'll go with Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love him down there. I loved him in college. It's the same reasons everybody loves him. And then he comes in, and what we talk about all the time now is going to become a joke. Is looks the part. I just, like, right now, I don't try to draw huge conclusions about this guy's. I just, like, body language, calmness, mm-hmm. smoothness, that Poise. type of thing. Poise. Presence. I know something you're a fan of, mm-hmm. Kay. And Deshaun Watson looks in there and he's like, okay, yeah, this is the NFL. Like, I think I'm going to be all right. And that's what jumps off after two weeks. Yeah, for me, it's Deshaun Watson. It's, it's the same guy. It's the, the combination of him having that composure and also that competitive spirit. Like, you know – I know he's intelligent. I know he can make he can make plays, but he's fired up out there. He realizes that he's close to snatching that starting position. I don't know if he'll get it or not, but there's something about him, man. Deshaun Watson seems like a guy that can last 13 years in this league. Remember the rap? Yeah. He threw too many interceptions in college. Like, he hasn't thrown one yet. Yes, he's he's a pretty good he's action. Making great decisions out there. He looks good. I think Mahomes. I think Mahomes. I think Mahomes is the big play. I think Trubisky's going to be good too. Um, but I think Mahomes two, two years down the line. I don't happen with you and Mahomes, Because of what though. I'm hearing, yeah. that this guy so is lighting this, it up. But this didn't hear? happen until the Chiefs took him, right? Like, yeah, I wasn't a huge Mahomes guy because I saw the 746 yards passing in a crazy. game, but I also <laughs> saw that he didn't know how to take a, a, a ball from center. So right. I was like, all right, slow down. But everyone I'm talking to with Kansas City ties and who's seen him is like, he's playing really well. Here's the other thing. He's elevated Alex Smith's game. Alex Smith is playing oh, well this sure. preseason, too. the best too. thing that's happened. And Alex Smith is tutoring him. Like, for Alex Smith... And I know this is not something to like compliment, but you know he's already had this happen to him with Kaepernick. Kaepernick came and stole his job and took a team to the Super Bowl. And Alex Smith, here we go again, the whole deal. And for him to not be guarded and him not to be territorial, for him to like be somewhat of a mentor to the young kid again, says a lot about him. And that's maybe why he's going to be the starter because they have so much respect for him in the locker room. Peter, you think Alex Smith is gone after this year? No. That's no? the question. I say, let, let's say I kind of do. I think you that, think I think that I don't think Patrick Mahomes starts this year. I think if no, Alex, no, no, no. I, really I think don't. if Alex Smith comes out and goes eleven and five yes. this year, there's no argument to be made. He's a starter next year. You yeah. find a way to make it work. I think if he goes eight and eight, 
and the other kid comes in in week 16 and week 17 and lights it up, that's a discussion. I think there is an argument. I think if they go 11-5 and and they host a playoff game and they lose again and Alex Smith is – is just average. They might be like, we need to change something here. No. You know, it's the old Marty Schottenheimer getting fired as head coach after he was thirteen and three or fifteen and one or whatever it is. I mean, you want to keep doing that every year? Well, Tony Romo did it every year. It's not like he had his job like, until he got hurt. Mm-hmm. I think but Mahomes, I think eleven and five is a pretty good deal. It's, need, it's, great. Yeah, it's a great deal. It's a great Mahomes defense. Great. When, I don't know. When do we see Mahomes? I say, I say, two years. I think two years is a fa- safe bet. So we're not going to see him start this year. Until, unless Alex Smith struggles or gets injured. Yeah. And if I he love does, what he's doing. The effect that Alex Smith, I'm seeing, are, are you kidding me? This preseason, Alex Smith looks awesome. He does. 36-yard yeah. down the field to Travis Kelsey. Like that. Awesome. I haven't seen that. That's no, amazing. No, it was really good. But he always why would you draft awesome. Mahomes now to use him in two years? Because he might be the guy. I mean, it, you might not be so sure that you're going to get that pick next year. You might. He was their best prospect on the board. Right. They were aggressive. I know that Dorsey and Reed both loved him. I like it. It's aggressive. If you're going to be aggressive, be aggressive for a quarterback. Don't be aggressive for a backup corner. And no, might... I'd be aggressive to try to win a Super Bowl now, though. Like, and it... you take someone like a, a wide receiver or a tight end. But it like, might... We can win now with it... Alex Smith. It might take two years for Alex Smith to rub off on Mahomes. Like, you, you remember Aaron Rodgers sat behind Favre, and he sat there and had to soak up some of what sure Favre did. had to offer. And that helped Aaron Rodgers, just sitting back, relaxing, and watching it from an outside perspective. And the talent was never an issue for Mahomes at right, all. It right, was all, right. you know, and he even admitted it when he was going through the draft process. He said, yeah. I have to win at the board. I have yeah. to go up to the whiteboard and show that I, yeah. I know what I'm talking you got, about. You can here. learn that from Alex. Yeah. Who are you excited about, Kay? Um, I'm trying to think. Trubisky? No. I don't think. Chicago is just such a sad story. Who am I excited about? Could be any player. Zay. You like Zay? Zay. Talk about Zay I like this Zay. Week. I feel like he's got like an Antonio Brown chip on his shoulder thing, mm-hmm. which I really like. Small school, and he's got some pedigree, and he's, he's a good player. I really, for, for fantasy terms, I love Kareem Hunt. I really do. Really? I Another do. chief. Third rounder out of Toledo. I think Spencer Ware, he only had two touchdowns the last eight games, and he sort of trailed off last season. Mm-hmm. And Kareem Hunt just looks He had a really, really cool good. run mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had a little stiff arm. And he had this. Oh, yeah, he, he we, we didn't get to show it on the show, but he had an insane, like, Frank Gore pass block. It was awesome. Oh, it's yeah, like yeah. all you need I to do if that. you're a young running back is protect your quarterback, right? So yeah. he did that, and it was awesome. So I very much so like him. I just want to, honestly, the person I'm most intrigued by is Cam, I think. Mm. Ooh. The Panthers, like yeah. six and ten. How about their rookies? Come back, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's right. not even the rookies. Like I'm still, I'm. I think I'm the only one that's really skeptical or like don't really understand what it means that they want to change the, the offense and the philosophy of the team and how that's going to look and uh, any adjustments that they're going to make because I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. Oh, really? You don't, you don't, I don't. think that? Marcus I really don't. Cam's broken or not broken. I, I just think Cam's going to want to like run it in himself and mm-hmm. make plays and like be who he is and like, telling him like no 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 we're yeah. going to like dink dink right now. I don't think it's really going to work. It reminds me of what we saw with. Or it's going to take some time to work. Yeah, it reminds me. We, we saw this whole thing on Hard Knocks about Dirk Cutter telling Jameis you can't lose games for us. You have to do that. Right. Cam has to change fundamentally. They got him different players. It's tough to do that. So especially two, so two weeks in, are you guys? Is the hype that we've been sort of driving on the Buccaneers like worth it? Yeah, like it's yeah. met as advertised. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah they look yeah. really good. They look so. loaded. Like win the division, good. Well, we said this thing. We said, uh, what do we call them? I did like the watchability index. I'm looking at the slate of games right now, guys, and we could. It's a good segue with the Buccaneers. Yeah. It's like if you had to pick any of these games, you can only watch one game this weekend, starting with Thursday night's games. I think I might pick Browns at Bucks, as crazy as that is. Oh, definitely. I, I feel like I'm excited for the Browns. They're young. And then the Buccaneers, Like I feel like we're all in on them because of this ride that we get with Hard Knocks and the way they played last Thursday night where they were unbelievable against the Jaguars. It doesn't stop. So 
to me, that's the most. I mean, as crazy. That's as better as, than Raiders Cowboys. You've got Raiders at Cowboys, which yeah. is awesome. But I think I want to watch Browns Buccaneers. You're right. <laughs> I was looking at these games, and I wanted to pick another one, but you're right. Pick another one. I no, no, no. Chargers, Rams. Browns, Bucks. Chargers, no Rams. Question. Chargers, Rams. Okay. Not even LA. fight for LA, but I'm like pleasant. I'm very hard on the Rams, right? Like I've worked for them in St. Louis. I'm, you know, Jared Goff has never won a game. Like throw down the field. I have Sammy Watkins. What are we doing here? Like we, you guys had, you know, not, not an argument, Peter and Nate, but like the thing about Sark and Kyle Shanahan leaving and the impact, I think you guys were having the, the wrong, ar- like this, the right argument about the wrong offensive coordinator. It's addition, not subtraction. No, right. I think it's just Sean McVay seems yeah. to be the X factor. Mm. Like he left, like, what are the Redskins doing on offense right now? Not very point. much. Good and then point. what are the Rams looking like on offense, but really competent. He looks decisive. Yeah. Jared Goff looks better than we've ever seen him. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting from zero. I mean, literally. You've got to think the difference is the coaching, right? Like, yeah, like Rob Boris is a nice guy. He was the offensive coordinator last year. He was a tight ends coach calling plays. So it's tough in the NFL. And he was out of Benedictine College is where they found him. So, like, this is not – Sean McVay is, like, a polished offensive genius. So are we worried about the Redskins without him? No, because I think Matt Cavanaugh, who's the new offensive coordinator, is, like, a 60-year-old guy who's been in the league forever also. I think think they'll be okay, but – the golf thing, I've said it time and time again, I think he might be the most improved player this year just because he was going from literally the base level and then now he's climbing a mountain. To me, the Chargers, like their offensive line's a mess again. Injuries. Got an injury, Dan Feeney. Again. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy about it. I think we're sleeping on the uh, Brian Hoyer versus Sam Bradford on Sunday night, Niners Vikings. Now, I would do, um, if I had to pick a game, give me Cardinals Falcons on Saturday night. First of all, I love the Tyron Matthews back. He made already a breathtaking play against the Bears. I think he's the most exciting player, defensive player, at least in football. And then the Falcons are kind of cool and new, and the first offense looks awesome. And now there's, there's tack is out there. And I, I want to see Atlanta. You said this that year. like Rich Schroeder. There's Tack is out there. <laughs> Tack and Dak and the Packers. Oh He's one God. of our producers. He's from Minnesota. He talks like that. Uh, Caesar's about uh, pants and pizza games, guys. I mean, yeah. I look at that Sunday. They're all on national TV. So you have the Bears at Titans. Not going to do a Fox promo, but it's Charles Davis and Burkhart. And then you have Aikman and Buck doing <laughs> Bengals at Redskins. And then you get Collinsworth and Michaels doing 49ers Vikings. Uh, cancel your plans on Sunday. That's good. Yeah. All right. Anything else, guys, to add? All set? No. Dan Third. White. Third, third dress you get him on the show. game. I mean, would he come on, do you think? I don't How do you reach out to his agent? How does that happen? I Googled the website. It says contact. I just went to a blank slate and yeah. said, my name is Peter. I work on a television show. We'd like to have you on as a guest. And the agent got back to me. The, the only issue is these, these tricks, they're like, you know, 13-minute trick. Let's uh, build. And so I got to see if he can do that. Three-hour show, on, Peter. Three-hour show. If he went on Fallon and he did a trick with them, yeah, right. he could do one on us. His right? agent is the lady in white, I think. Right? That's, that's it. That's her. Yeah, we'll contact her. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next week, same time, same place. Where can you download it, Nate? NFL.com slash podcast. Also, Google Play, iTunes, and Stitcher. Bye. Introducing the first ever Grand Highlander, a mid-sized SUV with the ideal combination of space, performance, style, and advanced tech. The roomy Grand Highlander boasts three spacious rows with available seating for up to eight. It's available 362 horsepower. Hybrid Max powertrain on limited and platinum trims delivers the power, acceleration, and efficiency so your family can take on any adventure. 
There's even a standard digital key, a panoramic view mirror, and a 12.3-inch multimedia touchscreen so you always arrive on time. Live life grander in the first-ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Learn more at toyota.com slash grandhighlander. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Are you self-conscious about your smile due to stains? Have you ever wished that you had a whiter and brighter smile? Smile Actives is a safe and affordable alternative to expensive whitening procedures. You simply add Smile Actives gel to your toothpaste every time you brush your teeth, making it the easiest teeth whitening solution out there. In a clinical trial, Smile Actives users reported up to five shades whiter on average, all within seven days. No change to your routine, no extra time. Right now, they are running a buy one, get one offer. Hurry to smileactives.com iHeart today to receive this special offer with free shipping and handling.